welcome to Prosperous Pit. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so yes. excited. Yeah, no, honestly, I'm super excited because I'm sitting across from Liv Gallo, oh legend in oh the Kansas gosh. City film community because I Aww. swear to God, this woman is always on set. Anytime I get a job because I'm fighting for my life out here to get on sets here, you're always there with your little chart or your, your cart pulled oh, yeah. behind you, the iconic look. Oh yeah, the the little kit with all the stickers and mm-hmm. just me with my tool belt and all the all the things. Right. My art van that's like breaking down all the time. You exactly. know, exactly. It's and, fun. And I always, I don't, I'm not sure what to call you, but I'm always like, I know you're in the art department. Yeah, that's honestly the best thing. I don't really know how to identify myself either. I just say like, I do art department. I usually go with set dresser because that's kind of closest to mm-hmm. what I do all the time. Um, but I'll do a little bit of everything. I'll like art direct small things. I'll do props assist. I'll, I've done prop master a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Everything in art department is kind of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all together. But I've been grateful with the opportunities to like really experience everything. So I think I know what I like and what I don't like. And I really like set dressing. So I just say I'm a set dresser most of the time. Mm-hmm. I love the art department. Like every time I'm on a set, like art department is vibes. Oh like, yeah, the overalls and the little carts. They're and the most fun. The, the drills and just like everything, like the tape, the thousands of rolls of colored tape you guys have. Oh my god, my tape drawer uh, is like my favorite thing. It's so organized. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always have like a million different things on me, like in my hands and all over me. You know, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so like, what? How did you get into into the art department what made you want to go into that um honestly it was kind of just like a circumstantial thing um I think it was fate in a funny way um I was doing my final film at UMKC and it was called Starstruck and it was like just a super heavy art like art heavy shoot Mm -hmm. um and I didn't even really know that art department was like a job option or something you could do um, because the entire time I was at UMKC, I was really focused on being like an editor or just doing camera work or honestly audio work, like mm-hmm. anything but art. Um, and then when I was making my film, I was like, wow, the most fun for me was definitely making my props. Um, and it would be awesome if I could do this forever. And I just, I, start, I started doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, I found this really great internship from one of my old professors. She sent me the listing for an art department intern for Wide Awake Films. Um, and they were doing like a Civil War docuseries in the summer. They needed an art department like intern. And I basically sent in an application like begging them to give me a chance. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never done this before, but I promise I'll work harder than anyone. And I really want this. Um, and like by the grace of God, I guess I like I got it, mm-hmm. even though I had basically no experience and it was awesome. And I learned basically everything I knew about art department um, from the start from that job through Anastasia Rendina. She was my boss that summer and the art director for the Wide Awake like series that we did. Mm-hmm. It's called like Greatest, Greatest Escapes. It's like a Civil War thing. Um, and yeah, that really it really just went from there. Um, after that internship ended, everything kind of snowballed and it was just gig after gig and I'm really lucky that it hasn't stopped yet but you never know I I can't get like too comfortable Mm -hmm. and like just to clarify like art department basically we're talking about like tv movies like just like uh production and production is always like divided into different like jobs on on set and so art is taking care of what exactly yeah so art is props and 
basically it's like props, set design, things like that. Um, people say like the production designer is the head of the art department and they're really in charge of setting the whole aesthetic of the film or whatever you're watching, the film, commercial, music video, TV show, whatever. Um, so everything you see on screen is brought to you by art department. Mm -hmm. So without art department, there's nothing to shoot <laughs> really like props wise. Like once something is on camera, it's a prop. Um, and so I deal with all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I've definitely like had a lot of learning experiences through the past years and I'm still learning like every day. Mm -hmm. I feel like in every job I learn something new, which is awesome, but art is really like, yeah, it's props, it's set design, it's making things look pretty mm -hmm. is how I define like my job, like set dressing. So like once I get there and the props are there, I just like dress them up and make it all look pretty. Yeah. So I'll place like a mug there. I'll place like, yeah, like a book there. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, art department is super, super important. Like it is like, yeah. like you said, honestly, kind of everything that you see on the screen is art department. Oh, yeah. I've been on a job with you where like you um, had to practically build an entire like wall and like entire rooms oh yeah the rooms um the little like flat build that we did that yes. one time that was crazy mm -hmm. and we had to like distress the walls with like little like razors that we had um but yeah it's it's things like that like mm -hmm. you build like rooms out of nothing you make like whole like lived in spaces or you could make something that's super like Larger than life. Like yeah. I've seen, I've seen um, my like great friends make like giant fruits and vegetables and things mm -hmm. like that for shoots. And it's just like, it's crazy because art is never really the same. Um, you, you get something new pretty much every project. So that's a really cool experience for me. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask because you are working all the time and you're working on like so many different projects, <laughs> like from documentaries to music videos to just commercials in general. Um, like, do you feel like you have some sort of style the way you go about it or do you adapt project to project? Um, I feel like definitely when I have a choice, I have like a distinct style. I really like maximalism. I'm really drawn to that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really drawn to like spaces that feel like somebody's home mm -hmm. and somebody's personal world. So my favorite thing to make are like definitely bedroom sets or like really cluttered like living rooms, um, spaces that feel really authentic. You don't always get to do that. So for commercial jobs and jobs where there's a client that I distinctly have to report to, I adapt myself to whatever they want. Mm -hmm. So if the director asks you for something, like you have to make it happen. You can't say no ever. Mm -hmm. So that's really, we've learned how to like problem solve a lot in our department. There's a lot of last minute like running to stores and painting something a different color because somebody wanted it a different color mm -hmm. and things like that. But you do it all with, like, a smile on your face, and you know that the end result is going to be something that everybody, everybody like, wants. Mm -hmm. So, what, is, what do you mean by maximalism? Um, I mean, like, things that are, like, larger than life. Like, my favorite director is Baz Luhrmann, if mm. that says anything. Uh, so what, some of his work? He did, most recently, Elvis. Okay, gotcha, um, yeah. But my favorite movie of all time is Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, fantastic. Everyone should see it if they haven't. Um, it's like a musical with Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor, and it's just like larger than life. Um, it, it's beautiful. And the style of that is very just like in your face, and there's a lot to look at, a lot going on on the screen, and all of that has like a distinct purpose too. It's like clutter with intention, and mm. I would say that that's my favorite style to do. Mm. 
if like we were to see like a snapshot of your bedroom, would it look like that? Yes. <laughs> okay. That makes it's sense. it's very like there's pictures everywhere and there's signs and there's posters and there's just things that remind me of myself. Uh -huh. Um, in like a non-narcissistic way. Mm -hmm. And I have like a giant bookshelf with all of my favorite books and everything is kind of decorated and placed intentionally. So it's like when I clean my room, I kind of gaslight myself and I'm like, I'm dressing a set. Mm -hmm. to try and get myself to like tidy up um but yep I'm really I've always been drawn to that style I feel like my bedroom has looked kind of a different variation of the same thing since I've been about 12 um okay so. yeah I, I don't think that's narcissism narcissism at all I mean it, <laughs> it's your art like that's just your self-expression that's who you are yeah it's definitely self-expression I would mm -hmm. say yeah mm -hmm. and what, what's some like some of your favorite pieces that you've made Ooh. um I oh let me think. A lot of the stuff that I've made, I feel like that I'm really proud of has been more collaborative. Um, so we just put out the Eve's Tumor video for Heaven Surrounds Us Like a Hood. Mm -hmm. um, and that came out in January. And that was one of my favorite things that I've done recently. Um, was it, uh, Is that a music video? Yep. It's mm -hmm. a music video for the band Eve's Tumor. Okay. And they're fantastic, like that band. Um, really like their new work that they've been putting out. But we... Like me in the art department, we worked to like paint this giant room in this abandoned school pink from top to bottom. And I don't know if I would even count that as a piece, but I, it kind of counts. It's, it was like so much fun. It was insane. <laughs> like it was like Olympic style, like painting, I would say, um, in just a school with no heat and no electricity. And it was January. So we were all bundled, bundled up. Um, just sounds about right. Going after it for like we had a full like 10 hour day uh -huh. 10 to 12 hours of just painting straight through and it was perfect by the time we all got back like the next day how many cans of paint of a lot like <laughs> i think like maybe like 10 really um i don't even think we use them all because i definitely still have some of them nice. in my storage that i've been using for other things um but it was a it was a long day for us um but i was so proud of it because we did this really cool 360 shot where you saw the entire space. And that was awesome because you could just like see every single inch of this room that we had painted perfectly. Oh my God. That's gotta be the art department's like fever dream. Of, oh yeah. Like, the 360 <laughs> shot. Oh yeah. Everything. That's what our production designer, like producer Megan, who's fantastic, she that's what she was saying. She was like, This is like art heaven here. Like you see every single thing. Because most of the time with art, you see like about 75% of our work. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we know that it's there and you could see this, so we have to have it done just in case. But in this case, you saw everything. So that was really satisfying. Right. So that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm trying to think of something else that I love that I've done. Um, I think my first big build is something I'm always going to be super proud of. It was an isolation room that I did for a strange music video. And it was huge um for me to like mm -hmm. just be able to conceptualize that and do it in real time because you can't really google like how do I make an isolation room like you can try but you're not going to get like a def definitive answer so it was a lot of just trial and error of like what's gonna work what's gonna give us the right texture and we ended up using like mattress pads behind canvas and then using like a nail gun to like put it in different spots and oh that's so cool yep we got like we had two full days to do it and we got it done and I was so sore after and that was my first time I was like in charge of a build. It was just me and an assistant. 
and it was perfect. Like it, that video looks fantastic. And that's the first time I got to work with the strange music guys. And I've gotten to work with them a few times since, like quite a few times since, which has been so awesome every time. And it's just, that's always something that I'm going to remember is like my first time being like, okay, I can really do this now. <laughs> right. So one of, my, one of the things I think that's like really, really cool about art department is like that creativity aspect of l- making something look the way you want it to look. It, because yeah. in in person it doesn't have to be practical. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it can be like ridiculous. It can be like mattress pads or whatever. But if it looks the part, then it works. That's perfect. Yeah. So I always like when there's like this like mad dash of figuring something out on set to make it happen. And you just like art with art, especially you're allowed to really like think completely out of the box and just like make something look the way it looks or the way you want it to look using whatever you have. Oh, yeah. No, that's why I have, like, the giant kit that I have on me at all times. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's huge, and it's, like, just, like, a treasure box, basically, yeah. full of things. It's so big, you need your trolley behind you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, it's on wheels. Like, I can't carry it without it. So yeah, I've said this to you before on set, that you have some of the best on-set swag that I've come across. That has the not trolley. my mind. <laughs> with the trolley. Always pulling the, the what, what do you call it? It's your cart? I call it my art kit your art you know, kit like, that's my art kit it's uh-huh. also like my stool when i'm having lunch outside yeah. and stuff it's got the four-wheel drive oh like, yeah it's all terrain <laughs> all terrain <laughs> it goes through anything <laughs> exactly and it's always with you it's always you're always pulling up like oh, i yeah. said every single time i think i think i've got like maybe one or two jobs that you're not on but almost every other one it's like <laughs> i'm like expecting you to be there in some sort of whatever job it is oh yeah it's always so great when i see you on the call sheet too like it's kansas city film is just so small that Mm -hmm. like you're always gonna know somebody there you're always gonna have a friend there Mm -hmm. which is so awesome and like yeah you were you were actually like the first person that i met here in kansas city in the film community uh and might be the first person i met like outside of my friends that were here that were like getting me to come to kc in the first place but you immediately plugged me and I'm like so <laughs> grateful for that like um that little coffee date we got at um Messenger. Oh yeah. Where you were just like that telling so me fun. you just like filled me in so much on the Kansas City film scene. I'm so grateful for it like honestly. Oh, okay, good. I'm so, like I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, like, no, no, honestly. Like, it was literally like gold information that you were giving me, especially someone who had just gotten here and knew nobody and knew like yeah. I was like honestly not even really aware if Casey had a film scene. Yeah. Um and it was so awesome because you you I literally you gave me so much hope because I was like, Oh <laughs> shit, there is a film scene here. I can get work. Yay. Like Yeah, and it was it was amazing. And you, you said something earlier that made me laugh a little bit, um, about how like you were in that room it was like january and you guys were freezing and you were bundled up there's something about the casey film productions that's either you're sweating your ass off oh my god or you're freezing yes there's like i have never comfortable i've never had a production where i'm like this is nice i'm yeah enjoying myself unless it's in like air-conditioned um indoors oh yeah unless it's like a studio shoot and even then it's like you're still running and you're Mm -hmm. still gonna be like gross at the end of the day but like yeah you're never comfortable yeah like you're always either like sweating or freezing and like i would rather be freezing than hot Mm -hmm. i hate being hot on like a set day it just like ruins my day Mm -hmm. but i know that multiple people would like disagree with me and be like no it's it's better to be hot Mm -hmm. because like 
like grabbing onto like the like sea stands and stuff that are freezing is not fun. Yeah. Well, when they're hot too is not fun either. But yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about the KC film scene because I feel like a lot of people, you know, you don't think of when you think Kansas City, you don't think film. You don't think. Oh yeah, like production industry. It's definitely one of those things where like if you didn't know about it, like you wouldn't really know the extent of it. But Kansas City film is very like close knit. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're also really welcoming, which is why, like, when I met you, I saw you were, like, competent and cool Mm -hmm. and, like, wanted to work. That's all we really, like, want. Um, Like, anybody can be in it. You just have to be, like, kind of, you just have to be nice um, and just have, like, a good vibe and stuff and bring something to the set that's useful. And that was clearly, like, I could tell that you would. Mm -hmm. So I was, without a, like, without a doubt, I was like, okay, I'll recommend you to people. Mm -hmm. Like, perfect. Well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, like, really. I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, I found somebody who's cool. Uh-huh. And then I look good because I recommended you. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, awesome. like, literally everything, everything, like, that I've, all the jobs I've gotten in production have because, happened because you recommended me onto um, uh, Elevator Money. Oh, yes. That one shoot, that one night shoot that went, like, into, like, five, six in the morning. That was insane. It was insane. It was a, it was a long night. Yeah. And then from there, I was just, like, making connections from that. Like, you just got to get on the one one set. And then exactly you're, like you said, competent and nice and cool. Um, because there was definitely a little bit. You were telling me how everyone was so tight-knit and everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So there was, like, a little bit of anxiety of being like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're, like, breaking into the family now. And you're like, yeah, everybody, like, knows everybody and you're the odd one out. But it was so welcoming. Like, people yeah. are so cool. And people feels, are so nice. It feels like, you know, people just, like, brought me. Like, when all I had to do was ask was, like, who yeah. do I talk to? And everyone was very, very cool. I'll take that, too. I can hear it. But literally, yeah. It's, like, everyone is just... Oh, no, I don't really see anything else like it or what I hear from people who are out of town. Like, they don't really see anything like it either. Mm-hmm. It's just very close-knit. We all work really well with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, with Kansas City people, like, you kind of have to have your person's back. Um, if you're working on, like, an all – on a set with, like, all out-of-town people, there's definitely going to be, like, some vibes you're going to encounter because a lot of people will come in here from the bigger cities and – kind of treat you like you f- you should be grateful to be working with LA people or mm-hmm. New York people and that's kind of like ooh don't yeah. love that vibe but if you're with like only like maybe even only one other Kansas City person like you guys kind of just buddy up and you have each other's back because mm-hmm. you know that you're competent and you know that Casey film is kind of like we look out for each other I feel like mm-hmm. it's cool um And I really am grateful for, like, the film community here. Um, There are, like, some, like, there was, like, a holiday party that we all did in November. And, like, there was a meetup recently that I couldn't go to. But I know some people in, like, the production group were, like, meeting up just to hang out and test out new gear. And everyone's kind of, like, trading gear and trading props and really willing to help each other out. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just nice to be in an environment starting my career with that closeness. And with people who it feels like want to lift me up and teach me rather than like such a competitive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pretty healthy here um, to really start and like learn a lot and thrive. And then uh, like eventually I want to move, mm-hmm. but I'm really going to like always have Kansas City film and like Kansas City like in my heart mm-hmm. as like where I started and yeah, my what taught point. me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I literally can confirm with you that there's like 
LA's because I don't know New York scene, but I know LA's production scene, and it's it is it's different. It's very competitive, but it's also um, not as uh, yeah like family. It's not there's like rarely. It's really lucky if you get on a set and you recognize some of the people because you know there's so yeah. many there's so many so much work going on, um, and there's just like so much production that especially when you're first getting started. Like recognizing people on set is like different because there's so many people in LA, and so it's it's different. And that's that's something that was uh, new to me when I got here because I'm an LA person, and yeah. that was like getting into the Kansas City scene. Uh, it's like a unique perspective because like it was the first time I was hearing LA people like as a phrase and like <laughs> yeah. and seeing it firsthand because I literally have seen it multiple times of people like usually. It's usually the director and the DP. Yeah, um, the above-the-line people, right? Yeah, above-the-line people that come in from out of town. And they definitely have an attitude, especially, like, in Kansas City, like, working with Kansas City people. I've Not everybody, but, like, um, there's definitely... I've come across, like, multiple people who, like, not knowing that I'm actually from L.A. will, will like, put me in KC people. So I'm, like genuinely firsthand experiencing this like difference in treatment which is like really odd to see um and it's like just silly because it's like that's not this is gonna bite you in the ass eventually and we're all the same crew at the end of the day (laughs) yeah exactly and uh yeah kansas City, like like you said people here like they just want you to work hard they want you to want to be there and work hard and that's what the film community is all about here. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I've met the hardest workers I know, like in Kansas City film, and they just inspire me to do better and be better and work harder. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really nice. Um, but yeah, with out of town crews, like I've definitely had some fantastic experiences with out of town crews, but sometimes it's just not as desirable, you know. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize like we know how to like work in commercial here. We know what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. a little bit more like with it than you think that we would be. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's. I mean, it's just like just West Coast bias. It's like um, I don't see why there would be any reason for you to think that Kansas City wouldn't be with it. Like, wouldn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Other than like it's we're LA or New York. Yeah. Like yeah, other stuff we're not like on that. a coast. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. But it's like production translates across the continent. Oh um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you more. Like, why did you decide to get into film in the first place? Um, I've always really like loved it. Like, I've always really been interested in film. Um, since I since I can remember, since I was, like, literally, like, two years old when Moulin Rouge came out, like, mm-hmm. circling back to Baz Luhrmann, yeah. like, I remember that movie was on repeat for me as a child, because that's my mom's favorite movie, and so um, she would just, like, watch it nonstop, played, like, the soundtrack in our car all the time, and I remember watching it as, like, literally, like, a two, three-year-old being, like, this is the coolest thing ever, mm-hmm. and, like, growing up, I, like, loved that movie still like so hard like it's still, like my favorite movie i watch on like bad days mm-hmm. and i just think like wow i would be so lucky if i could make something half as cool as this movie and it just kind of like spiraled like when i was in high school i like just really loved like all types of movies my dad loves movies like he's like a total like film bro type mm-hmm. like 
which is so funny because he's like an engineer. <laughs> um, but when I was little, like I would watch a lot of horror movies with him. Like I saw like Silence of the Lambs when I was like 10. Nice. And like The Shining, like I've always really loved like my film bro trait is like I love Stanley Kubrick. Like yeah, that's like my toxic film bro, like red flag. But like I love like Eyes Wide Shut and like The Shining. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut is so good. <laughs> yeah. I like made all my friends watch it in uh. December. Um, I think my hot take is like that's his best movie. Wow, that is a hot take. It's a, it's a scalding hot take. <laughs> a scalding hot take. And everyone will be like, "What?" Like yeah, every time I, I say it, but like, don't know if I agree with I'll that stand one. By it. <laughs> and I can like I can tell you why, but that would take the whole episode. <laughs> uh, I will say the set and the costumes are you know, amazing, fantastic, yeah. and I I love how it just shows like Tom Cruise just being like beaten down <laughs> he's just it's just so satisfying it, it's so <laughs> it's so crazy to watch and like there's so much lore behind that movie i'll yeah. get caught up if i talk about yeah. it more but i've always just really been interested in film and i never thought that, that was a valid career option for me mm. um my parents are like pretty traditional with what they wanted me to do um they knew i really liked writing so they wanted me to be a journalism major mm. from like the moment i was like in yearbook in like eighth grade mm. and so I did yearbook all through high school too and I thought I was going to be a journalist and I was super like excited to be a journalist are you going to go to Mizzou yeah so <laughs> I, I did go to Mizzou for a little bit oh, really? and then I didn't know that. yeah and then I transferred uh-huh. to UMKC and that's where I started doing film okay so um I made the switch because I realized I hate journalism. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cruel yeah. profession. I was like I could do this and like it's not super hard for me to do but I I hate it. Yeah. Like I can't do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so without telling my parents I switched my major to film. Wow, you rebel. <laughs> you yeah, rebel. It was like it was a huge like point of contention for us like uh-huh. But I loved it, and it was the coolest thing ever. And I got to do screenwriting, and I got to do, like, production classes. And I got to learn all of this amazing knowledge about filmmaking. And I loved it so much. And I was just like, okay, that's what I want to do. And everyone was telling me, like, good luck. (laughs) Okay. And I'm doing it. So thank God. You're you're crushing it. I'm telling you, (laughs) you you. work so hard. Like, and that's what I was going to say. It comes across that how much like you love this craft. It really does. Oh, thank you so much. I I do love it. Like, I can't imagine doing anything else. And I'm, I think I always say like the only other thing I would do, I'm an English minor. Um, I love to write. The only thing I would do if film ever like doesn't work out or I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be an English teacher, mm-hmm. and that would be, like, my retirement, like, fallback career. But I love this so much, I can't imagine doing something else mm-hmm. ever. Like, this is the number one thing for me. I could see you being a good teacher, too, but I think yeah. I think you're going to be okay. I think this is an okay thing <laughs> yeah, for yeah. now. I think you're going to be okay. I want to know what it was like when you told your parents that you were doing film. Ooh, they were not <laughs> happy. They were like, that's a terrible decision. You are not going to, like, you're you're not going to go anywhere with that, really. Like... It, it was a good hobby like it was fine to do for my electives but it wasn't really a valid career option they were just worried about finding jobs and job stability mm. and even as a freelancer like now they still get a little worried but I'm like no I promise I'm working yeah um but yeah they were not stoked about that I love that um, that's so punk let's yeah, give me movies like, or give me death I was like <laughs> I want to do it I'm gonna do it 
That's and, amazing. And it was, it's great. And it was a lot of fun. Um, my final film that I got to make for UMKC was like a true labor of love for me too. I don't think I'm ever going to direct again. Mm. I really no interest in that, but directing that one thing was enough for me. And tell me about that film. Yeah, it was awesome. It was called Starstruck. Um, it was about a girl who's obsessed with her horoscope. It was a little campy six minute number and she reads her horoscope every day and she's like so obsessed with it that she like dumps all these guys that she's dating because her horoscope tells her to. Mm -hmm. And it's just really funny and like kind of satirical and like tongue in cheek because I love my horoscope yeah. and like what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I would have guessed, honestly. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. I'm a I'm a Pisces sun, a Libra moon, and an Aquarius rising. Nice. I'm a Libra moon so, too. Ooh, I love Libra moons. Uh, yeah. It's a great it's a great placement to have. Chill, but, but we can't make any decisions. Literally. And you like aesthetics a lot. That's what I say when I'm like, I'm so good at set dressing because I have a Libra moon. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my Libra moon. Yeah. But. I love that idea. Honestly, I would watch a I would watch a feature on that. Yeah, it was it was so much fun to make. And the funniest part was like none of my friends that were really a part of like all my friends that were a part of it, none of them did film really. Mm -hmm. Um it was like my roommates that I lived with who were a little bit older than me and they all like worked for Cerner, like had like a businessy jobs. Mm -hmm. And like my best friend, um, who's now in law school, she like made a few props for me, like key props for me. And like it was just it was so funny, like <laughs> All these like all these guys that are acting in it are like my friends who just like were like, I want to be in it. Like, yeah. can I be in it? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I need guy actors. Like, go for it. So like the one thing I did do, I did cast for the real lead. I like put out like a Facebook casting call mm -hmm. and it worked well. And like I felt like a real casting director and I paid her and stuff. Oh, that's amazing. And I wanted to do it right. And that one was really fun to like do that process. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'll look at that movie even now and I'll just see kind of like me and my friends and a snapshot of my life at that time, even though it was just a few years ago, it yes. feels like it was like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll just look at it and be like, wow, like this is me and everyone who I love, who also loves me and doing a thing together. And it's beautiful and I love it. And it has an original score that I worked really hard on. I also paid for that too. I paid a composer. Mm -hmm. Um, and we collaborated together because I do have like a musical background and so I showed him what I wanted and it was really heavily inspired by David Bowie's like Modern Love. Oh, great. Like such a good song. And I really want to see this short. Yeah, I'll, s I'll send you the link. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's really just a student film too because I'll look at it and be like, technically it could be a lot better now, mm -hmm. but for what it is, it's pretty, it's pretty special to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am glad that I hear like a little bit I hear love in your voice when you talk about it because I know so many filmmakers who look back on their student films with like such a harsh eye and like so critique because obviously it could be better. You know yeah. so much more now. Yeah. And like in the moment, you're just like, you're just making a movie as best as you can think of it. and Exactly. Like with like a four person crew. Yeah. And like I didn't know what an AC was. Like right. I didn't know you could have like the gaffer and like an art department person and have that not be me Yeah. at the same right. time. Like I basically, I gaffed like the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I did like cam up a little bit of it uh. myself. Like it was just, it was so me wearing a million hats, but not even caring. Cause I just wanted to make this Yeah. and just wanted it to be like my final thing. Cause it was the only chance I had to really make something just for fun again. Mm -hmm. Like, 
the last time I would be able to do something like that. And I don't think I'll be able to do anything like that ever again. Mm-hmm. So that's why that that is very special to me. It is so special. You said it mess like it literally captures that moment in time for you. You're yeah. with your friends and that's rare like especially as you go on and make more films you're not gonna you're probably not gonna get another chance to make like a goofy movie with just your friends other than like whatever you choose to do but like oh yeah like those are so hard to do now like I'm always saying to my friends I'm like let's just make something let's Mm -hmm. just let's just do something fun and like they're scheduling because everyone works and like Mm -hmm. everyone wants to get like real gear now because we know how to use it and like we could just do something fun. I, like, know. I don't know. Yeah, if there's like any students who are listening to this, I hope that you take it like all in while you're making and just like enjoy it and don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, exactly. And like don't get too caught up in like trying to work when you're in school either because I never did. Mm-hmm. And like I'm fine because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of students now like really want to jump headfirst into the industry and like you have time. Like, just, yeah, just focus on doing the fun stuff now because yeah. you do not want to worry when you're a student about freelancing. Yeah. And then it'll happen. You'll be in the industry and you'll be in the industry. And then it's exactly. that's your life. And it's like, just relax. I thought it was funny because I've definitely had those moments where, um, or the moment, because I would do all of my production just myself. Yeah. And like the first moment I got on like a professional set and like started learning like words like grip and AC and all that stuff and I was like oh that does make things a lot easier when someone just takes that responsibility yeah like I can do one thing yeah (laughs) like that's awesome yeah I don't have to stress myself out and like run audio and then push the camera and then like Mm -hmm. check the lighting and then check the props like you can do one thing Mm -hmm. and it rocks and like yeah, it's just, it really, like, blew my mind that you could do that. Yeah. And it's not just a one-woman show all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to, like, get to, like, go from, like, true school experience to true industry experience. And I'm glad that I didn't really have any crossover at the time. I feel like it would have made me more anxious mm-hmm. about where I am. I'm like, you don't need to worry all that much when you're a kid in college making movies, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, just be that. And just have fun being that. Right, right. That's my take on that. Mm -hmm. What would be, like, your, your, like, tip for people who are trying to get into, you know, breaking into making movies, specifically, like, getting into the art department? Ooh, I would say definitely, like, if you get yourself on a set as, like, a PA or, like, yeah, you're probably going to be a PA if you're starting out, hang around the art department and just, like, see if they need help because... 99% 99% of the time we do mm-hmm. um, and just help out the art department and then they'll slowly start to just kind of go to you for art things and then you like weasel your way in like that's yeah. just it's that easy <laughs> yeah. um, and just talk to people mm-hmm. like but the thing is like the biggest thing is to like know when to talk to people because like don't be like hey I'm interested in art department when they're like dressing the set about to roll because mm-hmm. that's just super inconvenient and they're gonna think you're a little Mm -hmm. annoying and in the way but like wait until there's downtime and then just talk to them like Mm -hmm. we're all just people like hanging out um on our downtime on sets like catch up with like somebody at like the crafty table and just be like hey i'm interested in art Mm -hmm. what would you recommend any tips anything like that and then the moment that they hear that you're interested in art they'll be like oh noted Mm -hmm. and they'll keep you in mind next time they need like an art pa or something like that just Mm -hmm. make yourself available to help the art department and like don't be afraid to talk to them yeah because they'll 
like TLDR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Too long, don't read. And also don't uh, don't be afraid to ask any like stupid questions. Like there yeah. is no such thing as a stupid question, honestly. And just like asking questions is never like frowned upon. If you just ask it, oh, most yeah. people will just answer. And if it is a stupid question, worse comes to worse, they're like give you they'll tell you it's a stupid question yeah they'll just make fun of you for a second yeah nobody will ever think about it again yeah exactly and there is a lot of downtime especially on commercial stuff Mm -hmm. to like be talking with crew yeah like definitely just don't be afraid to talk to people Mm -hmm. is the biggest thing like don't keep to yourself also like if you're new like really stay off your phone because everyone will be on their phones, but they'll notice if you're on yours, which is why it's it's such a weird, like, double standard. Mm-hmm. Um, just be, like, hanging out. Be available. Be cool. Be fun. Like, easy. Just, like, talk to them like normal people. Yeah. Because, like, I've met some production designers and art directors who have done amazing things. And, like, I've been lucky enough to get to work with them just because I've been, like, talking to them and asking questions and things like that, just kind of getting myself known. Mm-hmm. And that's like half the battle is making your presence known. Yeah. And once people know about you, they're going to want to hire you. Yeah. Is there a dream project for you? Something that you're like, would just like, is it? S- um, I would definitely love to do features. Mm-hmm. Um, like another feature. I got to do one last summer and that was fantastic. I don't know how much I can say about it still. Mm. Um, but it's like in talks for its distribution, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And that was honestly one of my favorite experiences I may have had so far. Um, just getting to work on like something long form for like about three weeks with the same crew over and over. Like every day. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really became like a family. Like at the end of it, we were so tight. And like we have so many funny, weird little memories from it. Um, so definitely, like, another feature would be fantastic. I would say, like, my dream would be, like, to work with, like, Sofia Coppola. Or, oh, like, yeah. Like, someone like that. Like, definitely, like, Baz Luhrmann, but uh, he works in Australia a lot. Uh, well, Ron, the, get yourself out there. I should. They're going to be flying you out one of these days, Liv. I hope so. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Like, Sofia, if you're watching this, like, I'm available. <laughs> like, Yeah, also, I'm also available for any PA stuff. Or whatever you need. <laughs> I will work whatever for Sophia. Please, Miss Coppola. <laughs> but I love her. I love her work. I would love to work for her one day. Mm-hmm. Like her production design for like Virgin Suicide specifically, it blows my mind. And like mm-hmm. Marie Antoinette is mm-hmm. amazing. Those are like my favorites. Um, yeah, I would love to work for her. Yeah. So anything that she wants would be great. Um, I also really like like. Ari Aster is awesome. Oh, like, yeah. his production design, I just saw Bob's Afraid. Mm-hmm. I um, have yet to see it, but I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot. <laughs> no way. It's, <laughs> I, I know, shocking. Uh, yeah. But I love his style, and his production design in Bob's Afraid was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I would love to work for him on his next one mm-hmm. as well. Um, what does that look yeah. like, that, like, collaboration between an art director, like, set director, art director, and, like, the director? The director, like, tells you what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, like, a really good collaboration is a lot of communication. Mm-hmm. Like, you really want to be, like, in a good sync with your director. If I'm, like, the production designer, art director, and there's, like, a director who, like, isn't really talking to me much, like, isn't giving me much direction, I'm going to basically just do my interpretations Mm. 
And that isn't always right in their head. So I would say communication, like a good communication between the two is awesome. And like communication with like all the department heads is always key. So everyone knows what's going on. If you like change something in the shot list, obviously that's going to affect art. Mm -hmm. So let art know because a lot of the times people don't. So just like keeping art in the loop Mm -hmm. is really key to like a really successful, strong production. Um, I would say like I personally like my connections I have more with some DPs Mm. um, because I think that then that gives me a really good like – I don't know. I don't know the word for it. Like we will fall into like a really good sync. Like Mm. we'll fall into sync when we're shooting and that's great. And if like, if they feel comfortable enough to tell me to move something, if something doesn't look right, like that's what I want. Mm -hmm. I want somebody who can like really direct me with like what they're seeing. And cause sometimes a director doesn't always know what they want until Mm. they see it. So working really closely with a good DP is always such a blessing to me because it also makes my work look really good. Right. Right. And um, where could people find you if they want to, like, hire you and get you your on set? Um, they can find me at livegallo.co. <laughs> I can't get the .com for some reason. Someone in, Yet. Like, you can't get it yet. Yes. It's taken by, like, this, like, I don't, I don't know who has it. Somebody in, like, Thailand has that domain and doesn't use it for anything. Really? Yeah. So I had to get .co, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But livegallo.co has, like, the contact page for me and honestly just my Instagram, too. Like, livegallo, but it's, like, 11s for uh-huh. the L's. So that's, like, probably the best way to get in touch with me. Just, like, Instagram DM or, like, shoot me an email mm-hmm. from my website, like, and I worked hard to make that website look good. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's been amazing. Thank you for coming on. And is there like, what do you want people to know about like your work before we sign off? Ooh, okay. I would want people to know that I just I love it. Like uh-huh. I want to keep doing it for as long as possible, and that every single thing I work on, even if I personally don't find it to be my style, don't love the project, I do love it on some. On some level, because I get to do what I love, Mm -hmm. like, for said project. Mm -hmm. Um, And my work is very, like, personal to me. Like, it's definitely the most important thing I have, I feel like. Um, And, yeah, I just want to keep doing it. And if you ever have any more questions for me, like, don't be afraid to ask me. Mm -hmm. I love to talk about work. Yeah. (laughs) That's, like, almost all I talk about sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just... I just love it, and I love that I get to do it, and I'm so grateful, and I just hope it keeps going up that way. Mm-hmm. And just to add on to that, it does come across, the love does come across, <laughs> and the passion, but also you're an absolute joy to have on set. Thank and you. And it's always a good time, in that downtime, to have you around just to, you know, talk and hang out, honestly. Thank you. Yeah, I have a great time working with you and, like, with everyone I've gotten to meet in Kansas City, and hopefully I just keep meeting people. Yeah. So... Well, I know you're you're only going up, so I'm excited <laughs> to see where you go Thank and you. all the the work you do. So, thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. Awesome. All right. Sweet.